Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at bluenile.com for $50 off your purchase. bluenile.com code LISTEN. A differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio on air and off the leash. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Stalk Radio. Is proper music. That is proper <laughs> music. Well, we did sing about funny things then, didn't we? Um, uh, pillows to cry on, kicking up leaves. Yeah, yeah. Pillows to cry on, kicking up leaves, blue suede shoes. I sang once about a pullover, so I'm singing there about cherry pies. Everything. Je Jess Conrad is here, ladies and Good gentlemen, evening. of course. I'm just going to move your microphone around ever so slightly. There we yes. go. You get nice and close to that, sir. Yeah. Jess Conrad is here, pop star. 
movie star, actor, celebrity, and I'm going to say it, the second most handsome man in the studio this evening, Jess. Well, I go along with that, but it's only because you're fully made up. <laughs> I, I put a little bit of effort. I've got to say, an amazing shirt that you're wearing. Yes, well, tonight. it's always important to wear a good shirt when you're on the radio. <laughs> it's, you know, Frankie Vaughan gave me the gr greatest advice ever. Yeah, go on. He said, when you leave the front door, Jesse, you're on parade. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I've always gone like that, you know. When I'm out, I'm out. People see you, and you've got to look good. For those listening in black and white, Mr. Jess Conrad is wearing a beautiful black shirt with uh, gold. It looks like barbed wire on the front. Yes. That's... Well, that was a famous film or something, wasn't it? So I'm, I'm heavily barbed wired up. Sending out a very but tough it could be anything, But they, it looks really lovely. And I've got jet black trousers on. Yeah. Black nice shoes. Black underpants. Oh, you God. Know, the the jockey Please. things. And uh, everything's in its right place, and uh, black socks, and blacks, uh, and and suede, uh, not suede, no, patent shoes, Be and they're beautiful. And the the medallion that we've got around. Oh the yes, neck. this was uh, um, for uh, being past king rat or the grand order of water rats. I like it. Um, and I've been a grand member of the Water Rats for many, many years, and it's a great society, and we give so much money to charity. And one of the most important things we have, we run our home called Brinsworth House for retired actors. Ah, and yes, this I is was famous. there that last week with Richard O'Sullivan. Now, I'm so glad you mentioned Richard O'Sullivan. Yeah. He is one of my absolute heroes. Well, great. Uh, great actor, and there were some really nice pictures, because Meghan Markle went there... Maybe six months ago, and yeah. and there were some great pictures of Richard O'Sullivan then. It yeah. was so lovely to see. And there were great pictures doing? of me and Richard O'Sullivan yeah. in our, our the biggest newspaper, the Stage. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have to get in the Stage, our, our newspaper. I'm, I made the back page with Richard. How is Richard O'Sullivan. doing? Is he, he's is he all right? Great. He's looking good. good. And he's great, and uh, uh, it, it's fantastic. And and. Uh, um, you know, I've, I've had so many years over there. You know, I, I did the, the thing with Jim Davidson and Charlie Drake uh, played uh, Baron Hardup, and uh, he got ill and he went in there and I went to see him. And um, the the next door was um, the, the disc jockey Freeman. Uh, Alan, Alan Freeman. Freeman Those there. who don't know, this yep. is kind of like a retirement home yep. Yep. for for sh celebrities, yep. actors, musicians, performers, yep. Yep. Uh, and they get to to live with yep. people from that profession. And people like me help run it. Brilliant. Good we, for you. We uh, we we support everything, and it's mostly mostly for men uh, that that um, that uh, basically have lost their partners. Right. You know? Okay. Okay. Um, so oh, good for you. It. So, um, yeah, that was good. I went there for the uh, summer party, and I'll probably go there again for the Christmas party. Now, listen, we have got some business. You have got a new CD out, which yes. Catherine is, is bringing in, because our CD player just died. Literally, as we were coming in, they went, the CD player's died today. So we're going to play some tracks from it. But this is the plug, and we'll, we'll plug it again at the end. There's a new double CD collection out on Cherry Red Records, which yes. is a great record label. Yes. Love it. Um, Jess Comrade. Just this is a great title. Just for you. Just for you. Yes. The collection. Just for you. And the follow-up is going to be just Jess, but <laughs> we never quite got there. <laughs> and this is all of your hits, all of yes. your singles, but so much more. There's about nearly sixty tracks on there. Yes, I and think it's, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, it's, it's. It's quite amazing, really. And and the people I've been associated with. Yeah. 
uh, great writers, I mean great, great writers, and um, the, the labels, you know, uh, I, I, there was Decca Records. Tell EMI. me about when, how you get the bus up to Decca. Well, I got, I, I got the bus, I lived in Brixham, I got the bus up to Decca, which was just, uh, just uh, the other side, of, just as you go over the bridge to... to, to to the palace, yeah. to the Houses of Parliament, just just before they are down on the embankment, and I got a bus from Brixton, and my mum gave me a, a, a tin, <laughs> tin, a tin a, a box, funny old box with an apple and a banana in it, and a sandwich, and they put me in a, a, a booth, yeah. a booth in the studio. Never sung before in my life, and in those days, really? I had a 21-piece orchestra, 21-piece orchestra, and I'm standing in the booth, peering out. It like looked like the TARDIS, you yeah. know, from that television show, and I'm looking at all these. These, you know, uh, uh, hundreds of musicians. There's 21 of them. How old would you have been then? Uh, 20 something. 20 wow. something. So daunting. Look, 12. Yeah. If... <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe 16. Um, I've always looked younger than I am. Thank goodness. Um, um, He's looking very good, I, ladies I, I would have been in a wheelchair now. Yeah. The um, so so I'm sta standing there, and the bass player makes a wrong note. Yeah. And they st had to go right back from the beginning. Uh, you know, at four o'clock in the afternoon, they still hadn't got to the vocal because everything had to be done there and Live. Then. Live. Yeah. That's it. Live. And then you go on to other studios like Abbey Road, where I went before the Zebra Crossing was there. In fact, I parked my car there. Um, Come and join us, Kath. This is all lovely. The, all, the, uh, all the different labels I've been with. And, and of course, I've, I finished up with Joe Meek. Uh, and, of course... You know, um, latterly, if you like, you know, you never see a musician. It's, it's all on track before. You just go in and, and put your voice Put your on. vocal over the top. And it's so much easier now. So tell it, I want to talk about Joe Meek in a bit. I want to talk about the Sex Pistols. And I want to talk about Heinz as well. Heinz. Heinz yes. and his nose. But before that... They do love the nose. They love the bugle, don't they, these people? You know. <laughs> but how did you... A bit of nose off. It doesn't make you a bad person. <laughs> All right, we're going to talk about Heinz. Heinz. No, no, I, no. I, I, I know exactly what you're going to talk about because it's, it's been well documented in the film uh, in which I played Larry Parnes. Yes. Um, the Joe Meek story. The Joe Meek story, and it's well documented there. Although they made it a comedy fight, right? And it was, but it was a real fight, wasn't it? Well, well it's a real fight. Um, I mean. I often think about this now because, you know, having an OBE and then thinking about my past, um, but, but that's life, isn't it? You, you do become a proper person after a long period of time when you're not so proper. And I think it started with war babies, uh, the, the boys like me who went through the war and ne never knew whether they were going to be the, uh, wake up mm. the next day because of the air raids were on, searchlights, um, uh, you know, you never went to school because you didn't have to. They thought you were killed in an air raid. That's another wow. story. I didn't go to school for six months. Wow. Um, and I, I told my mum I was going to school every day. Have a good day at school. I say, yes, I've had a good, good day at school. And she used to give me a, 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 you know, a, a, a box with an apple in it, whatever it was. And, of course... Um, Where no, would you go then? No, she gave me, uh, I think it's tuppence halfpenny for the, my, my milk at school. And with that tuppence halfpenny, I bought a loaf. And I ate it through the day, and I was like Huckleberry Finn. I went to Brockwell Park and Crystal Palace. On your own, or with oh, yeah, mates? On my own, or yeah, I'm good on out. my own. Yeah, I'm good on my own. I'm either a leader or on my own. Wow. And um, and then six months later, and um, I used to come home from school. Mum used to say, uh, "Have a good day at school." Oh yes, mum. Yeah, I did. Had a good day at school. And then six months later, 
the scoreboard man came around because they, they were late, you know. It's a lot, you know, they didn't come out the week later. Six months later, yeah. he came around. He said to my mother, I'm sorry about the demise of your boy. Flippin she went, demise of Michael. She was all cockney lady girl. She, she was wonderful. She was a South London beauty queen. She looked like Linda Darnell. Wow. Every yeah. Friday, the mums used to come and pick us up and score, and I loved it because she was the best looking yeah. mum. And I happened to be the best-looking boy at school, so it was a good old guy. Yes. So anyway, the funny old scoreboard man comes around and says to my mum, I'm sorry about the demise of your boy. She went, demise? What do you mean, beaten demise? <laughs> she said, she, he didn't say, well, he's gone. He said, well, um, I, I, you know, uh, we, we assume, or words like that, that uh, he hasn't been to school for six months. He, he, you know, been killed in an air raid. Hasn't been to school for six months, he said. Sling your bleeding look. He goes to school every day. So, Gerald, get down here. I want a word. Is that what she so said? So actually, when I did come in, <laughs> up past three or four o'clock, have a good day at school, Jerry boy. <laughs> oh, yes, Mum. Did Fatty Arbuckle give you the cane? Because Fatty Arbuckle, the headmaster, used to drop his cufflinks. I used to bend down, used to whack me up the oh, arse yeah, with yeah. his cane. Yeah. And then with a ruler on that part of the hand, on the knuckles, blood. Oh, yeah. blood. Oh, in those days. So... I said, yes, ma'am. He said, you rascal. She said, have you not been to school for six months? And she said, I'm going to put you in the, uh, under the stairs, uh, where the gingerbread boy lived. I thought, she told me the gingerbread boy what? lived under the stairs. You know, they used to have coal holes in the old yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, of course. So you used to open the door and go down these steps where the coal was. Uh, and and it was a dark, old, dingy place. And you, you know. thought the gingerbread boy lived well, there? Well, yeah, but she said there was a gingerbread boy, and if I was ever a naughty boy, I was a naughty boy. You, she'd put me in there with the gingerbread boy, and God Evan, God Evans, uh, what what he's going to do to you? <laughs> he's going to gobble you up. What? <laughs> She's shaking and she puts me in the cupboard and I stand there oh, shaking, mate. but he never appeared. No. And then she let me out. But uh, where were we? <laughs> we were talking, we, let's do the Heinz story. Let's get it out of the way. You were talking oh, yeah, about how so, growing so, up in that environment. So I, I, think, I, think, I think because, you know, you've got no dad, he's, he's gone away. He's gone away. Um, uh, somewhere, because he's in the army, so you've got no father. Yeah. My mother it becomes, an, um, to help the w war effort, she becomes an ambulance driver. Right. So I'm living with my grandma in Camberwell. Very common, of course, in the war yeah, for, for that. very common, very common. Air raids every night. You don't know whether you're going to live or die. And, um, and, and I think it reflects on how you grow up. And then when you grow up, uh, and when you become, uh, you know, like a teddy boy, which I became, right. there's... I didn't know it then, but I've thought about it since. There's a kind of anger in you um, yeah. that, that can easily be lit. You know, you're, you know, you don't. I mean, a good night out is is having a knee trembler or giving someone a kicking. You know, yes. I mean, that was the yeah. Teddy Boy code. And of course, I love the costumes. You know, the Teddy Boy costumes. By the way, I've not heard the phrase knee trembler for about thirty years. Well no, done. So we bring that back. That. We won't <laughs> explain that. So, um, um, but um, I had a lot of those. But um, the. Uh, <laughs> He's terrible. Stop it, Jess. So, um, yes. I'm going to put you with the gingerbread boy if you don't oh, watch no, it. Oh, no, don't do that. So... You'll gobble you up. So, um, you know, I, I'm a... T I'm a I'm thing. And then a few things happened, which we won't go into now, because I'll be here all night, and I've got another gig in September. <laughs> and um, what, what happened was... Um, you know, you, you don't take fools easily, you yeah. know, because all of a sudden I'm a star. 
all of a sudden I'm an enormous star. Women paint, the girls just fainting every time they see me on the street because mm. I've been on television. Oh boy, when boy meets girl, six o'clock every Saturday. There's no social media. The kids watch that. Uh, and we turned black and white England into colour. We, we, we brought the uh, new sound in long before the Beatles. It's hard to, to imagine now. What were there, two channels then? There were t the, the, yeah, two and TV the, channels. And there were three shows. There was the film of the week, there was the play of the week, which is how I became famous because I played a pop played star. A pop star, yeah. Uh, and there was the London play. And, and that you, was pretty, and, pretty much it. And it's it. Hollywood-style stardom. We're not yeah. talking about, you know, your average TV star these days. It's not comparable. That's it. This was big news. You've got two channels. Everyone's going to be watching yeah. that thing, you know. This is, and you, you're right. You would have been huge at that point doing oh, well, those well, kind yeah. of things. Uh, I, 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 yes, because um, what happened was, um, as a, a young actor... Um, I had uh, been in repertory for... I started off as a film actor, but that's another story. But, but I've been in repertory earning £7. Uh, I've been a, a film extra earning, like, um, whatever it was a day, 15 quid a day. And then uh, somebody came in and, and said a couple of words, and I said, oh, I can do that. I said, no, you can't. That's a different union. You're, that's equity. You're um, Film Artists Association. So... Yeah. so um, and I said, well, how do I, how do I I'll become a member of equity then? You have to go into rep. So I went into rep in Aberystwyth and places for uh, the, the, the same money that I was get, getting for one day's filming. Mm. That's why a lot of good-looking boys stayed film extras because they didn't want to lose that money. Yeah. But, but I was so you ambitious. To put the work I, in. I knew I could do it. You know, I knew I had charisma and people looked at me. So I knew I, I, I could make it in the acting game. So... Um, um, unfortunately, we've got to go back to Hines now. Do Hines we get him out of the way, we, then he's we done. Di we digressed a bit there. So, <laughs> I love it. I love so, your digressions. Um, I, I've got all, all these, and, and I'm, I've become a star because uh, I played a pop star on television, and, and I went to see Jack Good, who was much more important than Simon Carl in those days, um, and he made me a pop star. But anyway, go back to Hines. I mean, Hines has never got so much publicity as this. And, and Most people won't even remember the name Hines. No, well, he, he, was, he, was, he was a Joe Meek boy. Yeah. And he, his hit was called um, Just Like Eddie, a, uh, a tribute to Eddie Cochran, who's a dear, dear friend of mine, uh, as they all were, of course, you know. Um, I don't know anybody that's not in show business, so it's not that I've got a lot of show business friends. That's the only friends I've got. You know? yeah. I'm, I don't know the Milkman, you know what I mean? I don't know ordinary people. Um, but they think, oh, you know, he's always talking about stars. Well, that's all. That's I, they're I, your mates. I, well, I only mix with stars. Yeah. You know, I, I, they say, where do you drink? Some people say, where do you drink? So what do you mean, where do I drink? Well, where do you go for a drink? I don't go anywhere for a drink. Mm. I don't go down to the pub and have a drink. I only, I only leave my house if I'm doing something. Yeah. And as you know, Frankie Vaughan said, you know, directly you go outside, you open the door, you're on parade. So I'm always immaculately dressed, even for radio. Yeah, have a, yeah give a kick, have yeah. a look. Yeah. And, um, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, um, am, I still, am I still talking? Tell anyway. me about buying bloody Heinz's nose off and oh, then yeah, we sorry. can move on from each other. Okay, Did so. Did you buy someone's nose off? So, yeah, apparently so. So, <laughs> so um, anyway, we're in the, uh, we're doing the show and, um, we're doing the show and, um, I, we used to do, I used to have a dwarf uh, bass player. I used okay. to run through my legs, you know. Okay, of course. So, yeah, why and, not? and it was a gimmick. The, it, we were, the rock and roll was full of gimmicks, you yeah. know. You know, you you put you you put your foot out, out of the corner, stage left, 
and it's actually your roadie with your shoe on, or a replica of your shoe. Yeah. And then you actually come on from the other side of the stage. Right, brilliant. So it's full of, you know, rock and roll is full of gimmicks. Yeah. It, it's full of, you know, it's, it's real showbiz, yeah, even though we're funny old rockers. And um, so we're doing this show, and um, I jumped up on the amp, didn't usually do it, but I did it. And, and the, the, uh, as dwarfs run through your legs, you jump up on amps. No uh, guitar players go on their knees, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And you say, "Gone, your dog." You know, play that thing. Take me down the road a piece. You know. <laughs> and it's all, it's all, it's all that. You know. And of course, the people love it. You yeah, know? of course they do. And, and as I'm, I am, I'm a proper rocker. I can stay. I can do that and yeah. get away with it. You know, look in the mirror and say, Jess, you're looking so good. Botox or us? Yeah, you know, <laughs> all of that, which is my other persona. Um, but, um, Heinz. Oh, yes. So, oh, um, <laughs> so I'm doing the show. Yes. And um, the um, Heinz comes in. He does his show. Heinz comes in. He does his show. And then I'm top of the bill, obviously. And uh, he, he comes in after the show and, and said... Um, that the uh, the uh, pig, uh, no, I said the pig. He said he, he mentioned the bass player's name. His bass player's name, and I said, "What you mean, the pig?" Right. Well, what you mean, pig? What? <laughs> I said him, the pig. Was it him? He said yes. I said, "What did he, what, what did he say then?" He said, "You jumped on the amp on your third number, and you know I do that." Oh, oh. so I said, so I said, oh, oh, I said, you know, what are you what are you talking about? I said. Well, he said, you jumped up on the amp. I said, well, they all jump up on the amps. He said, yeah, but you did this and you did that. I said, listen, let's face it, all of us, I said, we're all nicking Elvis Presley's act yeah. some way or the other. Well done. We always do a bit of Elvis, you know. The leg comes here, the diddly-dum comes there, the arm comes up there, you put your collar up, you know. You, uh, you know Elvis Presley, famous there. for his diddly-dum. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're well, allowed to show his diddly-dum so, on American anyway, TV. And, and I saw this fight, and he couldn't let I, I said, Heinze, I said, Otherwise, I'm gonna, you know, I'm, you know, yeah. No, no, he went on and on and on, and all I could see was this funny face going. Well, you know, so I thought I can't have any more of this. I, you know, I just no. And I got hold of his um, shirt collar, these pers uh, these funny lapels yeah. of his coat. I dragged him towards me and I nutted him. Oh God! Which you, when you're a teenage. Cockney boy, you learn at yeah. the age of nine, and and the 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 and and so his his um, his um, forehead forehead opened. Oh good! Was, oh good! That was a success. So that's open. There's claret coming out, and then he's still he's still giving it verbal. So then I grab it again. He's not laughing. This is horrible. No, it is horrible. Yes, I, 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 I you know I, I it is horrible, and but he wouldn't stop. Ew. So I grabbed these lapels again towards me, and I bit his nose. Oh. And, and then he went... <laughs> and, and so I had the nose, in the, you know, in my mouth kind of thing. And then I pushed him back against the wall, and then I spit the nose out on the floor, or oh. what, what was left of it. And then he finally... And then he fell he on... He shut up then, did he? No, 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 you're still going on. And he, he went on the floor, and I, I gave him a little bit of a kicking... And, and I put it, I, the, and the kids were going, we want Jess. <laughs> we, and I did it in time. We want Jess. This was on stage? No, he's on the floor in my dressing room. Oh, in the dressing room. We, okay, right. Oh, so they, you, you can, can hear, hear him on, out the front, yeah, right. Keep, keep, keep with me. I'm sorry. I'm in the dressing room. The kids are screaming. Yeah. My fans. We want Jess. And on the word Jess, I would 
kicking God. We want Jess Bosch. We want Jess Bosch. And that was it. And that was it. And Joe made, uh, wrote me a letter and, and sacked me. And then I wrote a letter back saying, um, I was sorry, a, a lovely letter. And he said, oh, I know what you boys are like. And he, he forgave me. And Hines and I became the greatest friends right. after that. And I used to look at him and I said, you know, Hines, you remind me so much of the old days. He said, why is that? I said, well, that scar on your nose. I said, it, it reminds me of, you know, when we met. <laughs> I found... But we did, we did come... But honestly, I, I, I do regret it. That is what happened. And we did become really, really good I'm mates. I'm glad you became friends. We've got Jess Comrade here uh, in the studio. Um, and I'm glad you did, because I found a really nice... Guy. We're big uh, fans and friends of Eddie Large on this show. We've had Eddie Oh, Eddie. I love Eddie. I did Eddie. panto with him. I bet. And played golf with him. Oh, he's such a nice man. We oh. love him on it. And I found a great clip of the Little and Large show where it's all, it's all you lot. It's you, it's Heinz, it's screaming Lord Such, because yes. people forget that he was a singer. I think there's someone else. And it's just this great 15-minute, like, sketch and sort of little concert thing with all of you coming out and doing... And you yeah, come out all pompous and all full of yourself. And what, and when did I come out? Last? I think you did. Oh, yes, yeah, certainly I did. did. Otherwise, I? I wouldn't have done the show. And um, Wee Willie Harris was on it. Wee Willie Harris, that was it. That and was I it. came out that was and it. Uh, did uh, Johnny Be Good. Yeah. To a standing ovation. It's a great clip. It's and on It's a great clip. And uh, I did Panto with them. Um, uh, Jim Davison directed us uh, up north somewhere. And I started playing villain then. I played the sheriff. Right. Uh, the sheriff of, uh, of Nottingham. Um, and um, I, I'm a very old Flynnish. And uh, I remember once uh, Jim got very upset because in the, in the fight with the... With, uh, with the uh, I'm the sheriff, and the fight with Robin Hood, Robin Hood should win. Yeah. And this particular night, I had people in. So, Robin Hood got stabbed. <laughs> Can't even look at him. And he, and he had to fall down and pretend he was dead. <sighs> so, Jim said, why did you do that? I said, I had people in. I've got people in. Listen, let's take a quick break. Um, uh, Amy, let's play the ads. When we come back, can we come back to track 26, uh, Lock Up Your Daughters, please? Because I really want to hear that. Uh, we've got Jess Comrade in. This is the Late Night Alternative. Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle, weeknights from 10 on Talk Radio. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewellery from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yes, comrade, you old horn dog. My goodness I like that me. because I wrote it. Do you, do you and, get and, more money and, now? And, and you said you liked the guitarist. That was Junior Campbell of Marmalade. Oh, great. That and was it, was a... made, it was made by a conglomerate of us all mates. Uh, Dave D was on that of Dave D. Uh, yeah, Mickey, Do- Dozy. Yeah, Dozy Easy Mickey. for you to remember. I yeah, yeah. I know. He's my best friend. Then, and, uh, and Junior, Junior Campbell... Uh, he uh, he arranged the whole thing, and uh, it originally out 
uh, went out under the thing of men. We men, that men. was the name, wasn't that it? Was, that was the little group we called the men. But they, it, it's on the new CD, Jess for you, Jess Conrad, the definitive collection. It's a double CD. It's on Cherry Red Records, which is a great label. Go, go and look at their website when you're ordering this. They've got some great stuff. There's uh, there's over sixty tracks uh, on it. Now it says that the booklet's incredible as well. And it says in the booklet, Jess Conrad, he once sold flowers from a stall at London's Marble Arch. Is that true? Yes. Was that the, was that the, was that the job? Yeah, that was a job. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was a job. And uh, I had a, a lady, uh, women play a big part in my life. A, a lady used to come and, uh, and buy flowers from me. Yeah. And uh, said that, uh, you know, I was, well... I know, which is something like, you're the best looking flower boy I've ever seen. Something like that. And we got talking and stuff, and uh, she paid Knee for... trembler? Pardon? Knee trembler? Um, I, um, I've, I've, no, uh, anyway, the, um, <laughs> how can Jess Conrad be speechless? Um, well, suffice to say, she paid for me to go to drama school. Wow. So, make up your own. <laughs> and, um... So, so that that was that was what it. Can I ask, what did Mum think of you wanting to be an actor? Did she see that as a proper career, or did she think that was just oh, nonsense? Yes. Oh yes, oh did yes, oh yes. And when when I was when I was, uh, I, you know, I almost lived at the London Palladium. Right. I was doing shows at the London Palladium, and she used to uh, throw up flowers. Did she really? And I said to I said, Mum, and I didn't know how to tell her off, but I did say, Mum, it's a bit. A bit feminine for flowers. Yeah. Could you butch it up a bit? Butch? What do you mean? I said, well, you know, don't f those, uh, th throw up a sausage roll, but uh, <laughs> there must be something else. <laughs> so she said, so that was it. I upset her. Yeah, yeah, the, really. The so, anyway, now I'm doing Night of a Hundred Stars with Gene Kelly. Mm. Um, and Gene Kelly comes out uh, and stays centre stage. We weren't positioned, so obviously I got next to him. Yeah. Oh. So I'm next to, and, 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 and we're doing the, the curtain call. Mum, who was standing at the back for five shillings, hurtled down the London Palladium Centre aisle with a box of chocolates that she got somehow from the display window of, of the local sweet shop. Yeah. And it was almost as big as, well, it was like, like a huge yeah, I bet. box of, with these big, uh, terrible corners, you know, really hard cardboard. Uh, and she hurled these box of chocolates up at me, hit Gene Kelly in the temple, <laughs> blood spurted out like from a whale, Clara went zump. He held this and went, you know, and she said to him, first term names, sorry, Gene, sorry, Gene, <laughs> to Gene Kelly, who's holding. Blood claret coming all over the stage. <laughs> Sorry, Jean, now for my son, <laughs> Jess. And he's gone, who the f is Jess? <laughs> I'm standing next to him. Now, the, the curtain comes across. The royal family are waiting to come on to shake everybody's hand. Yes. He's holding his hand like oh, this God. with claret going everywhere. The first aid people come in, because there's always first aid people side of the stage. Mm. They patch him up with a band. They're sweeping... They're sweeping sweets up from the floor, mm. and, and the chocolate box is all over the floor because the, the royal family are coming on. Yeah. And they, anyway, they come on, we shake our hands and, and everything, and, and, I, I, and I, I gave her a, a sort of telling off, um, so she went back to throwing flowers. 
Oh, bless your poor mum. But, but she was proud of you, though. She loved oh, it. Oh, she was a I wonderful, she was. wonderful person. Stood next to someone like Jean South Kelly. South London beauty queen. Yeah. Uh, looked like Linda Darnell, the, yeah. the star of that era. Uh, and she could paint. She painted some wonderful pictures of me. And, of course, she was so thrilled when I made it and played Good. Jesus in Godspell and... Uh, 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 and Joseph, because she was, she, you know, she was, she went to church and stuff, so she was a, a proper lady. You were never meant to be a, you were an actor, and mm. you got the gig as a pop star by being mm. in a, was it a TV play about a pop star? There was, there was a, a um, um, uh, you know, in those days there was the uh, play of the week, the film of the week, and the palladium. And uh, they were looking for, the idea of, of this uh, Barney Day was that they were going to put, um, um, a new rock star on at the London Palladium, um, but they were going to make a composite face. Right. In other words, the best nose in the world, the best ears in the world, the best teeth in the world. And so take uh, Kirk Douglas's nose, Rock yeah. Hudson's ears, whoever had the best of that face, you know, that so would make the most beautiful face. Um, the photographer taking the picture was... Um, um, I was his young brother, right. and he didn't want the, f the fuss of taking all these bits and pieces of, of famous people. He just took a picture of his, his young brother, yeah. which was me. And uh, I, I finished up. Paul Carpenter played him. Okay. He was quite a big fit star then. And um, so I, I, I finished up going on the Palladium and singing one number, mm. um, and... It, um, and they even dubbed my voice. There was a, a singer then called Gary Mills, had okay. a hit called Look for a Star. Right. So they used his voice, uh, and, and uh, um, uh, f four weeks after that, I was the biggest rock star in England. Isn't that incredible? So it's amazing. So, um, so I went to see Jack Good. Uh, because that weekend, the, the show was on the Friday. That weekend, the papers were full of it. Who is Barney Day? You know, and the kids went, because there was no social media then, no. you know, and, and they'd seen something that they liked. Uh, um, and and the, the press went mad. Who is Barney Day? They, they hooked onto this thing, you know, and it was actor called, actor called Jess Conrad, you know, Bubba, which is another story how I got the name. Uh, so I went to see Jack Good, and I hunted him down, and he was in a, um, a church hall in Chiswick. And Jack Good was a huge pr uh, producer. Bigger than Simon Carl. Yeah. Bigger than Simon he Carl. Was it 6-5 special? Yeah, was that six, one of five. his? Very, very plummy voice. Yeah. You couldn't get anywhere near him. Right. Uh, he was more difficult to get hold of than Simon Carl. Yeah. He was top, top man. Very educated, uh, Toff's accent, but loved, loved lived and breathed rock and roll. Yeah. He gave everybody their image. Uh, he said uh, to... to um, Anyway, when I went to see him, um, I went in, in this room, uh, in, in the hall, and there there was, you know, Eddie Cochran, uh, Gene Vincent, all these big rock and roll stars, and I walked in, and he looked up, because, you know, when I walk in anywhere, they do stop, you know, it's one of the funny things I've got, I suppose. Well, they're, they're worried said, you're oh, going to bite their noses uh, off. That's the thing. <laughs> Everyone puts their hands over their hooters. I've lost track of the plot No, now. you Stop walked it. in and there's Eddie Cochran and Gene Vincent. So, yes, and so I walked in and he, he said, no, stop. And I said, I, what do you want? I said, oh, I'm sorry. I said, I, I'm just, he said, I know who you are. Everybody knows who you are. Yeah. What do you want? So I said, well, I, I'll talk to you. So, and he, he dismissed. He said, oh, we we'll, we'll call it a day, boys. He said, uh, and Eddie Cochran and Gene Vincent walked out, walked past me. I thought, oh, never duck, you know, they walked past me. And uh, 
He said, no. I said, well, you know, I, I said, I'm just, he said, everybody knows who you are. He said, the, 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 the professor had gone crazy. And I said, yes, I thought perhaps I could compare one of your, one of your shows. Mm. He said, can you sing? I said, no, 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 I can't sing. He said, well, let me audition you. So he gave me a broomstick to move around. <laughs> Uh, and I could move very well because I used to go to Paris with au pair girls in those days and Sorry? win uh, uh, jiving competitions. <laughs> no, you can't just throw that into the mix. Well, you au pair to... girls were like, they were, everybody had an au pair girl. Yeah. And, uh, you go to and, Paris and, 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 and they used to hang around cafes in the West End, which, yeah. which, which I, you know, frequented. So anyway, so, so I could move. So I'm moving well and I'm singing a song, finish that. And he said, well, Jess, he said, you can't sing a note, but I can make you a, a pop star by next weekend. Wow. I said, how can you make me a pop star by next weekend if I can't sing? He went, and he pointed at me and said, I want that face. There you go. And I was called the face of 1960, um, and it was all to do with the face. Yeah. Um, and I went on his shows, um, and I was voted England's most popular singer uh, by the New Music Express. I had a deck of recording contracts, and I did Oh Boy, uh, Wham, and Boys Meets Girls. Mm. Three shows on a Saturday before all the social media, so all the kids watched the, uh, watched the shows. Um, and actually, we, that era, before the Beatles, we changed uh, black and white England into colour. Yeah. You know, I was going to uh, say, do, do you, uh, did you get angry with bands like the Beatles? Because the Beatles... Sort of, not quite killed. Well, maybe they did. They, they oh, got no, rid they, of singers like they you. Killed a, they killed a stone dead. Yeah, the, and, the solo and, uh, singer was replaced they, by four I mean, lads with guitars. I mean, then they, no, they killed, didn't kill me stone dead. No, 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 you've still got the career, yeah. Uh, they, I went in and did uh, Jesus and Godspell and Joseph and did plays. Uh, I did some wonderful work. Uh, Night Must Fall, I played. Uh, Eminem Williams wrote it and played the lead when he was young. I played that. I did a, a show called The Knack, which there was a film of. I toured that for, for a long time. So I went into theatre, which, which, which I really quite liked. I really liked it. My, my thing on the Beatles was they, they were great, but they were so in contrast to us. They were, they were scruffy. It was a different look altogether. Yeah. You know, to come on at the London Palladium uh, for, for the, for the, the variety the Royal show variety. of the year, the Royal Command performance with, um, John Lennon with, uh, with a Durex on his shoe, you know. Did he? Yeah. Wow. Walked on with the was that the rattle your jewellery? Yeah, 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 that was the whole thing. And of course, in, in those days, you couldn't be married. Uh, my yeah. agent said, if you get married, you know, it's finished, the contract goes and everything. I'm only mentioning that because with a stroke of a pen, because John Lennon was married, mm. with a stroke of a pen, it was okay to be married. Yeah. Just like that. And we went through, I mean, you know, I, I got married secretly in Holland and uh, I did have in Santa Pay for a long time, away from the spotlight. And, 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 um, where was I? Stay there. We're going to take a break. He's taking a, some, uh, some breath, which means I can butt in. When we come back, <laughs> quick break. When we come back, I want to hear about Adam West. Oh, yes. And you, you playing Adam West. Uh, this is, I'm enjoying this so much. We've got Jess Comrade here. I'm Ian Lee. We've got Catherine Boyle. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. This is the late night alternative. Hello, Catherine Boyle. Hello, I'm looking at pictures of Jess Conrad. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to. He's there. He's I know, sat but there. It's such a nice pastime. Am I? Is it? Now I've got this. The Jess for you, double CD. Yes, sorry, Red Records. And it's yes. got a picture of you here holding a gun, 
and it says, audition for James Bond, 1968. Yes. Did you audition? George Lazenby got it. What a mistake that was. What a terrible mistake. Did I, you audition? Uh, wow, go well, on. Um, I auditioned for it, and, um, well, it's a, a very long story. Well, it looks good I, to me. I was with, um, I was with, um, one of my actor friends, um, and, um, Oh, I can't think of his name. That's okay. Uh, one of my actor friends, and I said, you know, um, the stars have got blue eyes. He said, what do you mean? I said, well, you know, um, you know, you look at Paul Newman, they've got wonderful blue eyes. And I said, I think we should get blue eyes, and then we'll be stars. He said, well, you're doing well. I said, he said, you know, you're on television all the time, you're making films. And he said, and he was doing the... Um, he was doing a series. Um, he was doing a series with someone, a very f famous series, um, with, with the man with the with the with the bowler hat. Went to America. Uh, the, uh, not the prisoner. No, no. Man with the bowler hat and and the lovely blonde girl. The Avengers. The, the Avengers. The Avengers. Who was that? In they, the Avengers? That was. Um, uh, you play Steed. It was, uh, <laughs> what's his name? Kinky Boots, the Kinky yes, Boots guy. Hang on. Well, no, no, she was Kinky Boots' girl. She yeah, was she was on a Blackman, and he was... Um, he was, anyway. Patrick McNee. Patrick McNee. No, no, no. The young, other one. Younger, young, the, the, young. The, the, the coffee actor. guy. Gareth Hunt. Yeah, Gareth. There we go. So New Avengers. We're, 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 we're out of few God, drinks after a like game a of golf. It's like a meeting at the old people's home, <laughs> the three of us. I did tell you before the show, if I go blank, you know. <laughs> so Gareth Hunt, and he said, no, you're doing it. I said, no. I, he said, well, look, okay. He said, you look into it. So I looked into it, and um, they, in those days, you, you get contact lenses, but they weren't um, they weren't um, prescribed I in any way. In other words, um, you couldn't see through them. Right. You look. I put them on, on and, and the, uh, I looked like the man from Atlantis, but I couldn't see anything. Right. Okay. So I said, I've got these eyes, and I don't know what they were, but they were quite expensive. Then, like they were hundred pounds each or fifty pounds each. So I said, look. Um, I, so he, he gave me half the money, and and I said, look, you keep the left eye, and I'll keep the right mints. And I said, every time we get an audition, you bring the left eye over. <laughs> So that's what we do every time he had an audition. So I had an audition for James Bond, and I said, he said, what you, what, what, what are you auditioning for? And I didn't want to tell him it was James Bond, otherwise he'd get onto it, you know. I said, it's some funny old commercial, you know, so he brought the left mints over. So I drove into London, and I drove into London uh, to, 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 to meet uh, Chubby Broccoli, and, of course, I didn't have my eyes in because I, I couldn't drive because yeah. you can't see through them. So when I got there, the casting director said, oh, I'm glad you've arrived, Jess. He said, because, because somebody hadn't turned up and he'll see you now, which I wasn't quite ready for because right. I thought, you know, I'd take a breath. And I was all bonded up, you know, thing. So I ran up the stairs and I knocked on the door... And I can imagine a Chubby Broccoli or Cubby Broccoli, whatever his name was, was sitting uh, in the office with a cigar, and he went, come in. And just as I was about to go in, I thought, I haven't put my eyes in. Of course, watch your language, well, I didn't. I said, no. I, I, you said, flip it, yeah. Flip, I said, yeah, I said flip yeah, it. Exactly, I said, yeah. I've got my eyes in. So he said, um, who said? No, nobody said anything. Yeah, I said, I thought, I haven't got my eyes in. So, so and now remember, Chubby Broccoli's in the other room, Waiting for Bond, yeah. he hopes, come to the door. So um, I try and put my left eye in, and, and it falls on the carpet. Oh, God. So I, I pick it up, and I put it in, but it's got a bit of carpet in it, you know. So now I I'm, uh, I'm can't see in that eye. So then I put the other eye in, and now I can't see, I can't see through any eye. So I walk in, <laughs> a la James Bond, because yeah. I know how he walked. 
and I, and, and, and I flicked my, my cuffs and I swung open the door. Now, ordinary people then turn their back on whoever they're talking to and close the door. But actors don't do that. John Wayne was the best ever mover and everything, the way you do things. Where you walk in a room, you open the door like that and close it behind you. Right, yeah. And then you never, you, you're, you're front, front stage all the time. So I walked in, uh, did the door business, closed the door, flicked my, my, and the best James Bond, I went, my name's Conrad, Jess Conrad, flicked the cuffs, winked, and I heard a voice say, I'm over here. <laughs> I didn't know where he was. I couldn't see him. He <laughs> so didn't get it. Then, then, no, I didn't get it. And I said, when I left the room, I walked into the broom cupboard. So he phoned down to the casting director. He said, your, your, your star's up. He said, is it a broom cupboard? You better come and get him. <laughs> I love you so much. You're coming back again, Jess. You recently played Adam West. Yes. In the movie. And yeah. when you, because I bumped into you a couple of weeks ago when you were in for Dan Wooten's show and I brought my boys in and I walked in and suddenly Jess Conrad's in. I got a bit flustered. And you were telling me then about playing Adam West. And yeah. it makes perfect sense because you look so much like him. Yeah. But what was, what was the film? Well, well, it was, it was, uh, it was uh, Adam West, um, um, Adam West, uh, yeah, Adam West died of leukemia at yeah. 81. He was diagnosed with leukemia. Within four weeks, he was dead. So they were looking for somebody to play uh, Adam West, uh, Batman. Adam West is the actor that played him uh, from the age of 60. So um, nowadays, um, you have to do everything yourself. Uh, you don't go into audition. You have to do it all over the, uh, you know, the internet and stuff. So the the thing was, I, they they uh, I had to watch the, his biography. Yeah. Um, and he was a bit childlike, mid mid America. In fact, when they first started doing the Batman series, the producers were very worried because it was very childish. Yeah. They said, what are these two doing? This is ridiculous. But then it clicked and it really was funny. It was a big hit. But that was his sense of humor. You know, he, he had a very boyish sense of humor. Anyway, so um, I had to, they, they, they sent me a picture of him when he was 60. So I actually had to age up because, cause, you know, I, I, I did look better than him, uh, which wasn't a, wasn't a surprise in my life. So um, I, I, I greyed up and put glasses on, put my hair forward grey, and I got the part immediately. Yeah. And um, I went down there and um, I was very thrilled to get it because I played Jesus uh, in Godspell. I played Joseph in Joseph and Amazing Technical Dreamcoat. Uh, and I've, I've played, now I've played Batman. I mean, it, it, Trump must be next, mustn't he? <laughs> he must be next. The President of the United States, for ne the President of the United States must have uh, my eyes, he must have my good looks, and what's more important than anything, my sex appeal. And the next President of the United States will be uh, Jess Conrad. So I've got to play him next. Yes, I, I can Probably. see it. So I went down, and I was really thrilled to make it, because, you know, it's uh, uh, a famous person, mm. and I did look. And when I walked in, the director was so thrilled, and the, and the wardrobe master gave me the costumes, and they were fine. And then he gave me these Chelsea boots, which, you know, Chelsea boots. I've Remember got a pair of Chelsea boots. I love exactly. them, yeah. You've still got them. Oh, I've still got they them. They must pen a bit. <laughs> the, and they're with the, with the elastic size. Yeah. So, but I've got size 11. I'm size 11. And uh, he gave me size 10. Yeah. You know, and I've got size 11. <laughs> we all know what that means, Jess. We all oh, know what that means. Uh, but what the, yeah, anyway. So <laughs> I've got size. So I've Big tried socks. to put these. I've tried to, 
I, I get the best out of everything if I can. <laughs> what does that mean? No, so I've tried to put these, I tried to put these boots on, and I put them on, and, and they were agony. And yeah. I said to the wardrobe master, I said, these are agony, I can't walk about in these. He said, don't worry, Jess. He said, every time you do a scene, I'll come and take your boots off. And I said, OK, if that's where we are, if you can't get in, because he insisted I wear these Chelsea boots. So we did that. That's what we did. I took boots off, rested. He came. We come to the last day, come to the last day, and I, and, um, I, I do the scene. I get ready to do the scene. But um, we can't find the wardrobe master. He's gone AWOL. Now, in the old days, as you probably know, you could have asked the tea lady or the third assistant to take your boots off. But you can't do it because of the unions. Nobody yeah. will touch your boots. No one. So I'm there, and I'm saying to the director, I could, they're looking for him. Where's the wardrobe master? Ward he's not there. He's not there. So he's, the director said, well, he said, look, I, you know, you want to get finished today. He said, why don't you get, you'll have to do, get in bed with your boots on. I thought to myself, get in bed with my boots on to do the death scene of Adam West, one of the biggest <laughs> stars in the world. Hey, in bed with Chelsea. So I got in bed, Chelsea, bollock naked. I got in bed doing the death scene, bollock naked with Chelsea boots on and wife fronts. And I've got my wife on the end of the bed. By this time, she's crying because she's a method actress and she's got into the bar. <laughs> got my, my two young kids there. And, 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 and the director, this is the last scene. He says, it's been great working with you, Jess. He said, you know, this is the last scene. It's a very important scene. And I was in such agony. I was in such agony. His boots were so tight. Tears were running down my face before we even started the scene. Yeah. He did the scene, finished the scene, loved it, wrap it. That's great. Jess, he said... Uh, he said, you know, always call me Mr. Conrad. He wouldn't call me Jazz. Mr. Conrad says, it's been great working with you. He said, and we must work uh, again together. He said, and I have to say, he said, that last scene, he said, that last scene, that was some acting, Mr. <laughs> Conrad. He said, even I felt the pain. I thought to myself, even you thought in pain. I said, I was dying. <laughs> Tears were running down my cheeks. I was in such pain. So that was that. Oh, Jess, it's so nice to have you in. The hour's gone. Gone? He's done. Where's it gone to? Well, I don't know. It's disappeared. There's so much. We didn't even get to talk. I didn't even sing a medley of my... You only played two tracks. <laughs> we'll play another I one. I was a fool to myself. <laughs> but you... We didn't... We've got literally 30 seconds. We didn't even get to talk about Last Laugh in Vegas, that brilliant show. Yes, when didn't... I played myself. Yes, you did. They said... They said, um, there's a... Um, uh, a chef there and, a, and, a, and somebody to look after the, the house. When I got there, there wasn't anybody there at all. No. They and stitched they said, you up. They, I was heavily stitched up. <laughs> yes. But I just, in the end, I just played myself and it, it kind of worked, you know. It was, a, was it fun to do? It was a great yeah, show. Yeah, it was great fun. We were great mates. We all got on very well together. For those, we talked about it a lot on this show. We Cannon and Ball, it, we? we were obsessed with it. Cannon and Ball, Kenny Lynch, um, Bobby Crush... Anita Sue Harris, Supard, you went to Las oh, Vegas. The thing is, we're all good friends, so we, we oh, have a wonderful looked. time. And, uh, of course, when we were there, uh, and, and we only had three days to put that show on, and, uh, uh, you know, it was uh, very important that we kept at it. And, of course, the gunman uh, killed all those people. Mm. Mm. Uh, we oh, woke there, up that morning, that happened, we were you? there, and uh, wow. they said, you know, what are we going to do? Nobody's working. Um, uh, and you don't have to work because uh, the, uh, it, it's in uh, club, clo uh, clo everyone's closed, it's, yeah. you know, nobody's around, but we can rehearse if you want to, and then the old saying, because we had to do it, because we had the sh I, we said, you know, the show must go yeah. on, so we rehearsed. Yeah. 
I mean, the, the, the American kids didn't come in, but we rehearsed because we, we had just had to. And it was very, very strange that, because uh, when we got to the, to the uh, rehearsal studio, you could actually see the hotel where it happened. Wow. It was a terrible, terrible time. Yeah, it must terrible have been incredible. We, it was an amazing series. We had Tommy Cannon on, of course, who uh, told us about it. Tommy Cannon yeah. just, I mean, Cannon and Ball were so funny in that programme. They were. I would like to see, I'll give all of you Tommy! guys show, yeah. Tommy! <laughs> and to get out of his way, Tommy used to sunbathe every day, and I said, "You're mad sunbathing in this weather." Even and I love the sun, yeah. and but I think he used to do it because Tommy used to make it. He said, Put the kettle on, Tommy. Eggs and bacon. He phoned his wife twenty times a day, yeah. and poor Tommy was doing eggs and bacon three all day long. <laughs> so he went out and sunbathed, and I told him not to. And the last day, he got a funny thing on. He said, "Manoma, you know." Oh blimey! <laughs> Done it now. You've got a bit of skin cancer, but it will... <laughs> got a bit of skin cancer. <laughs> I told you. I told you. Not Listen, to do it. we're out of time. There's a great but double it was CD. Okay. It's gone now. But please be quiet now, Mr. Comrade. <laughs> please, sir. OBE. Uh, we got. There's a great double. Oh, there's a great double CD just for Old you. Old time Buckley's entertainer. I'm ignoring him now. Jess Comrade. It's on um, Cherry Red Records. I thoroughly recommend. It. It's a beautiful little package. So nice to see you, Jess. For please, collectors only. Please come in again, man. That's everybody. Because it makes it. We get paid the same, and we do hardly any talking. You must be thrilled to. You must be thrilled to have a real star on your show, <laughs> and, I, and I'm so thrilled for you. <laughs> I am. He's coming in after you go. Now I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Right, we'll be Who's back. That? Kenny Lynch. We'll be back without Jess. Bobby Bob. After this, this is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.